Theodore Roosevelt said, Comparison is the thief of joy. I'll have to agree with Teddy, and I'll raise him. Comparison not only steals our joy, but it breeds contempt, and mostly that of ourselves. Friends, welcome back to another bonus episode between seasons four and five of the Thriving Thoughts Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sherry. Today, we're going to talk about why comparison is a lie. And if you're doing it, I'm going to give you the tools to speak truth over the lie of comparison. But before we do that, I'd like to draw your attention to three specific opportunities that I have for you. The first of which is a reminder about my Thriving Thoughts texting community. Now, it struck me that you've heard me talk about this before, but maybe you're not sure if it's right for you. So I thought I'd share what some of my current Thriving Thoughts texting community members have said about their experience. One says, always inspiring. These Thriving Thoughts messages seem to appear at exactly the right moment when I need inspiration and kindness. These have helped me through some tough times and helped me turn challenges into learning experiences. Another one says, I love being a part of the Thriving Thoughts text community because I always seem to get the exact encouraging message I need at exactly the time I need it. And it's such a blessing. Another person says, it's almost as if you read my mind and the messages speak to my soul. And yet another says, thriving thoughts stimulates positive thinking and pushes me to be a better version of me. I would love to have you there in that community to hear from me three times per week. From me to your text messaging inbox, it's fantastic, friends, and you get to respond to me and engage with me. And the best part is it's only $2.99 per month. That's right. Less than one trip to Starbucks for an entire month of encouraging, positive, uplifting, truth over lies messages. And there's an additional bonus if you sign up for a full 12 months, it's only $29. All you need to do is text the word THRIVE to 540-369-2139. Secondly, I'd like to present you with the opportunity to be an exclusive supporter for season five of the Thriving Thoughts podcast. This unique opportunity is for a person or a business whose mission and vision aligns with that of the Thriving Thoughts podcast. Our primary demographic is women. Our primary message is about mindset, how we can choose to use whatever we're going through to thrive, to grow, flourish, and prosper. So if your vision is to grow, flourish, and prosper women, you might be the exclusive supporter I'm looking for. The exclusive supporter does provide a financial investment in return for consistent and repeated exposure and exclusive exposure with your aligned product or service that is relevant to an active and engaged listening and viewing audience. If you'd like that opportunity, I am interviewing candidates right now. Simply message me on social media or shoot me an email. The third opportunity that I'd love for you to be a part of is to fill some airwaves on this show with your story of thriving with your ride or die. That's the theme for season five. I'm interviewing duos. That's best friends, business partners, romantic partners, spouses, mothers, children, adult children and their older parents, mentors, mentees, teachers, students. This is a season that will feature the truth that when you have a healthy, thriving friendship or partnership with your ride or die, that they refuse to leave you where you are. 
They love you just the way they are, but they're not going to leave you there and they're going to challenge and push you to grow, flourish, and prosper. I'd love to share your inspirational friendship, partnership on the show to let others know that it's possible to have a relationship that challenges and grows you and fulfills you and provides you with a source of contentment and love. Reach out to me on social media or send me an email. Comparison, by definition, is an estimation of similarities or dissimilarities between two things, two people, two events. I'm going to be talking specifically about people today, about who we are, what we have, what we do, what we don't do, and how we are enticed by the lie of comparison. You see, comparison, if it's an estimation, that means it's a subjective experience. It's one that's value-driven. So you will compare yourself to others on issues that matter to you. So if wealth matters to you, you will compare your wealth or lack thereof to others. If physical fitness matters to you, you will compare your physical physique, your fitness level to other people. If it's your home that you value, you'll look at other people's homes and you'll wonder if your home measures up to theirs or if their home measures up to yours. If comparison then is subjective and value-driven, then there is no standard for comparison. In other words, there is no should. Yet so many of us are walking around believing all of these shoulds that we should be like fill in the blank. I should have fill in the blank. We believe these shoulds of comparison based on a lie. You've heard me say before that everything that follows should is a lie and comparison follows should or very often precedes it. Comparison is in and of itself a lie. It leads to nothing fruitful. It does steal your joy and it does invite contempt into your life. Here are the two guaranteed outcomes of comparison. The first is when I compare myself to somebody else, I might feel better than them. I might feel, wow, I've got my stuff together compared to that person. The second thing that happens is I feel less than. So I compare myself to somebody else and I start to see what they have that I don't and I begin to focus on lack or my perception of lack or deficiencies and I feel less than. I might even feel sorry for myself. Why can't I have what they have? I work just as hard. Big truth moment for you here, friends. You are not supposed to be like anyone else, nor is anyone else supposed to be like you. That's right. You are a unique, divinely crafted creation. If there were two of you, one would be unnecessary. You are not supposed to be the same. You're not supposed to have the same. You're not supposed to do the same. You're not supposed to think the same. Imagine if we had a world filled with people who think and believe the same things. I think the world would self-implode from boredom and it would probably look like a world of robots. Yet that's what we fight for. We fight for people to think alike, to be alike, to have alike. I was walking my dogs this morning through my neighborhood and it's a modest neighborhood. There are a handful of larger homes. Most are medium-sized And quite a few, like my own, are very small. But the thing that struck me as I was walking my dogs, and I would look at people's homes and just enjoying the scenery and those large picture windows that open you into the living room of a home, I saw many homes that had these gigantic TV screens inside. Some were on, some were off. The ones that were on were the easiest to see through the window, obviously. And no, I'm not like looking into people's homes, but things catch your eye. 
And I was struck by how many of these gigantic TVs were in very small homes, almost as though the TV took up the entire living space. And I thought, that's not because we decided one day I need a super big TV that barely fits in my house. It's because we're presented with images of things that we should have. We see other people getting them. We see after Christmas the large TV boxes on the curb with the trash. And we're thinking, wow, either must be nice or "Mm, I'm going to go out and get myself one of those today. Everybody thinks like that from time to time. We may not act on our thought, but we do have those passing thoughts. And I invite you to look away from comparison and look to the uniqueness that is you. And that includes your values and your needs. Make sure that yours are yours because they are yours, not because they are somebody else's. We compare with regard to material possessions, material things, the outcome, somebody's lawn. For example, my neighbor's lawn is beautiful. It's pristine. He's out there all day, every day. He might be out there right now as I'm recording this podcast. And he's making his lawn beautiful. It's what he does. And I love that he does that. Me, on the other hand, I've got dogs. And somebody once said, you can have happy dogs in a messed up yard or a pristine yard and no dogs. Which would you prefer? For me, I'll have happy dogs in a messed up yard. So, you know, I have holes in the backyard. I have dandelions popping up everywhere because I don't put dandelion weed killer on the lawn. And I'm okay with that because that's my life. I'm not supposed to have happy dogs who run and play and a pristine yard. I have corrected my values based on what they are for me, not based on what I think they should be based on what society says or based on what it looks like my neighbor has or doesn't have. We compare our success. I think about this a lot with women entrepreneurs, primarily because I am one. But, you know, Instagram and Facebook, there are so many shoulds out there of how you should be presenting yourself on social media, of how you should have the perfectly choreographed and themed tiles on your Instagram account, how you should have X number of followers and here's how to do it, how you should scale your business and here's how to do it. Listen, if we take the bait on everything that we think we should do, we are going to go way off course of who we were meant to be and how we were meant to serve. Comparison invites the noise of somebody else's shoulds or beliefs for their own life into yours. It invites distraction from the truth of who you know yourself already to be. Listen, you guys are intimately familiar with that feeling when somebody tells you you should do something and you go, Yeah, I guess. Well, okay, maybe I can compromise and I'll do this so I can do that thing because that seems like the right thing to do. But you know, you've got that gut check. You've got that thing in you that says, this doesn't feel right to me. Listen to that voice, friends. Listen to that feeling that I can't even put into words, but it's like when your insides twist a little bit and you go, oh, that's not right. That doesn't fit well with me. Stay true to that. Look away from comparison because comparison is going to lead you down a path towards contempt. It's going to make you compromise your values and it's going to make you compromise your practices. And that's going to land you in a place of contempt. And that might start off as contempt for others, but it's guaranteed to end up as contempt for yourself. We also compare the physical. 
Women, I know I am speaking to people who hear me. If you didn't listen to the episode on qualifying beauty, please go back and listen to that. It's episode number 103 from season four. But listen, ladies, women, men, this is for you too, but it's really for women because we have been told from the beginning of time how we're supposed to look and mostly we've been told our shoulds about how we're supposed to look by what men think we're supposed to look like. And guess what we do? We buy into it. We buy into the lie. And then we find ourselves in contempt of ourselves because we're comparing ourselves to somebody else. And we're going, oh my goodness, I could never wear a swimsuit like that because I've got cellulite all over my thighs. And look at them. They look amazing. Why can't I be like that? First of all, if you are over a certain age, truth here, you are going to have cellulite. I don't care if you're a size double zero or a size 22. You're going to have cellulite. All of the things, the images that we look at that inform our shoulds, the lies, they're airbrushed, they're fixed, they make us think that this is what the standard American woman looks like or any woman across the world because this podcast is for women listening across the world. I am not supposed to look like you and you are not supposed to look like me. I am not supposed to be a size two. I know that for myself and I'm good with that. Are there some things that I'm uncomfortable with about my own body? Yeah, but that's just because of my own discomforts. But most of the time, I'm 100% confident. And in the spaces that I'm not, I do something about it. But it's because it's for me, not for anybody else. Not everybody is supposed to be a size 10, 8, 6, 4, whatever it is. Not everybody is supposed to be a small size. Not everybody is supposed to have long, lustrous hair. Not everybody is supposed to have svelte, defined biceps. And you are not worthless if you don't, and you look to somebody else and you compare your physique to them, and you think, I could never measure up. There's that feeling less than. Similarly, lest we let pride get in the way and compare ourselves and, wow, what about that person? Why can't they just put down the donuts? Friends, comparison is a lie because we are estimating differences. We are not privy to the truth of anybody's situation. So comparison is a game of pure speculation. It's a lie. The third area that we compare, and this is rampant right now in cancel culture, is morality. Well, I'm just a higher level thinker than you are. Now, you may not use those words, But think about how many times have you seen things on social media or heard things on the news when people use virtue signaling to basically make themselves better than somebody else morally? They are morally better. They are on the right side of history. They are a good person who loves their fellow man. I heard it from the president of the United States last evening. I'm sure he wouldn't agree with that, but... Yeah, I heard it from him when he said, I believe that most Americans love each other and therefore they'll get the vaccine. Intimating, if you don't get the vaccine, you don't love other people. So you are less than. The people that do it, the people that do what I say, they are better than. The people that don't are less than. Comparison leads to contempt. It leads to an us versus them mentality. Here again, I'm reminded of that quote that I heard on a podcast, love others manage yourself. 
This last area of comparison might surprise you, but it will resonate with you when you hear it. We compare our level of suffering. Did you know that? You know, being in the field of mental health for years, I pick up on this very frequently when people say, oh, I just wish I could be happy like that person. I just wish my brain worked right. I'm so jealous of people who are able to do this or able to get over something so easily. Truth, friends, everybody struggles with something. Everyone struggles with something. There is nothing wrong with you. There is nothing unique about you that makes you worse off than other people. It's not a competition as to who's doing the worst. So if you find yourself kind of in a self-pity mode where you're thinking about how good other people have it and how bad you have it, that's the comparison and it's leading to contempt. And that one is in particular leading to contempt of yourself. What do we do about comparison? If it's such a lie, how do we speak truth over comparison? Well, the simple answer is we don't do it. Let me explain what I mean. We're going to do it. It's our natural human tendency to look at other people and estimate the differences or similarities between us and them. But that's where it can stop. I invite you to be aware of this comparison signal. And that's the use of the word should. If you find yourself thinking, I should, I invite you to stop the rest of that statement. Do not allow it to continue. Heighten your awareness that you are in a moment of comparison. And then I want you to look away. I want you to look away from the lie of comparison. And I invite you to look at the truth of you. Who are you? What do you value? If nobody else mattered, what they say about you, how they respond to you, what's important to you, what matters to you. You know, what matters to me is that I have a happy life for me and my dogs and I plant flowers and I can grill out in the backyard and I can entertain close friends. I want to have a big outdoor space and a tiny home. That's what matters to me. Society would tell me to have status. I should have a bigger home. I should live in a newer neighborhood. I should have all of these things. But no, when I look away from the should and look to who I am and what I value, I find contentment, not contempt. So look for the signal. As you go throughout the coming days, the next time you think should, that's a signal that you're comparing. That's a signal that you're down the road to compromise and contempt. And I invite you to look away from the should, look away from the path of comparison and look to you. What do you want right now? If you're struggling with identity, like your worth, your value, that will never be found in comparison. In fact, a decreased worth, a decreased value is guaranteed by pursuing the path of comparison. Look away and look to your creator. Scripture tells us, that each person was made in the image of God and that he formed you in the womb and knit you together. He knows you intimately and you matter. And you've heard me say it before. There's nobody in the world who can do what you do in the way that you do it, in the way that you were created to do it. Look to that truth. Look away from comparison and look to the truth. I even have a sticky note right on my desk and it says, look away. And because I've begun to practice that response to comparison, I say aloud, look away. Because I've done that, 
I don't go down the path of comparison anymore. It doesn't mean those thoughts don't come into my head, but it means as soon as they do, I look it in the face and I say aloud, look away. And I turn my head. The physical movement of my head allows me to spark a new neural pathway. Did you know that? Just having these little practices of speaking truth over the lies, that's what it looks like. Look away. Look away from the shoulds. Look away from the comparison. Look to who you are, who you know yourself to be, and look to the incredible value that is irreplaceable and incomparable. If something I've said today resonated with you and you want a friend or family member to hear it, do me the honor of sharing this episode with them and writing me a five-star review if you are an Apple Podcasts user. Until next week with another bonus episode, remember this, speak truth over the lies and you will thrive in any and every circumstance.